0: Let me introduce you to the newest free online event coming to the homeschool community. Homeschool Connect Expo is totally free and totally online with over 70 speakers and 120 exhibitors. All online and all on demand, March 28th through the 30th. Our online expo provides everything a traditional convention has to offer without the hassles or costs, making it convenient for you. Sponsors are PureFlix, AOP, Summit Ministries, and Tel Library. Again,
1: homeschoolconnectexpo.com, March 28th through March 30th. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. What is creation? Did God create the world in six days and rest on the seventh? Does anyone really care? These questions and many more, including teaching tips and great resources, are presented in the Creation Science Podcast. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and it's my pleasure and honor to be your host. Some of these shows are from my Best of Creation Expos, and other presentations I've completed throughout the years of teaching on this topic. I'm the owner of Media Angels, Inc., a publishing company that produces books, audios, and videos to help you and your family in your Christian walk. Check out my books and other podcasts at MediaAngels.com. To get the show notes for this broadcast, go to CreationsciencePodcast.com. And now, let's learn together.
0: Hi, and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and today I have a very special guest on the line. I am a proud mommy who is hosting my own daughter, uh, Christina Gerwitz-Moss. Welcome, Christina. Thank you. Well, I had to do a little bit of arm twisting to get Christina on, but she finally agreed, and um, not because you're not busy, Christina, right? So tell (laughs) us a little bit about yourself and your family
2: well um i was obviously homeschooled all my life and um, i loved every minute of that and now i am uh, getting the privilege of beginning to homeschool my little kids Um, they are emma who is five samantha who is four William is two, and our newest little one is Alex, and he is six months. So, um, I've definitely been pretty busy since I've been married. And um, even though my little ones are little, we definitely are already loving the whole homeschool life and all our field trips and the fun things that we get to do. So, yes, we have been definitely been busy, and um, and mom has definitely kept twisting my arm until she's gotten me here, so we'll see if all the little ones behave oh, we do this.
0: Well, the first uh, set of um, questions I'm going to have are going to pertain more to the writing process, and then the second part of this interview will actually talk about the books themselves. So the first um, thing I wanted to talk to Christina about and have her share was the fact that she, as a homeschool student, Um, you know, decided that she really wanted to write. And when I began um, my process of writing uh, for publication for The Homeschool World, that was in 1994, and then um, in 1995 I had my third child, um, and then Neil and Christina, Neil's my oldest, Um, he was 14, and I believe Christina was 12.
1: So Mm -hmm.
0: when um, she decided to write, I already had some books out you know, in in the world of, of homeschooling, and that was my teaching science and having fun, and we were working um, with Joel Whitlock on the Creation Science series. And so she definitely got to see a lot of hustle and bustle and what it takes to run a publishing company and write books and, and ship and go to conventions and all that kind of thing. So um, she started asking me, you know, about writing, and um, we had a computer, and so I let her go to it. She wanted, told me she was going to write a book, and she liked reading, and I let her. And um, she doesn't remember, you know, we all, we all, well, we do remember, but we remember differently <laughs> some things.
2: <Yeah. laughs>
0: I'll preface it with that, Christina. Okay. Um, and, but she had 80 pages when I finally took a look at what she had written, 80 pages of dialogue. And I realized that the buck stops here. I can't blame her teacher because I was her teacher and obviously had not te- taught her how to transition. And so she had dialogued her way throughout the story. And I was so impressed by the sheer volume of this, this book. And I don't know how much you remember of that process, Christina. Well, I just
2: remember it was it – was, um... Well, obviously, I like to talk, so you know, I figured, why can't they be talking about going up the stairs as they're going up the stairs? I mean, they killed two birds <laughs> with one stone, so you know. Um, I think some of some of the the verbose dialogue was that, and some of it was just not having just the mechanics of being able to do it. But I definitely had the story in my mind and where I wanted it to go and what I wanted it to do, and just kind of. Uh, took off in a direction, so um, I'm glad that we were able to rein it in a little bit.
0: (laughs) Well, then at that point, that's what we ended up doing, is I started going through some of the process of writing fiction, and when you said, you know, why why don't we write a book or write it with me, I said to her, I said, well, I don't know how to write fiction. I had taken some courses years and years ago, but um, that was my problem of being too verbose and getting manuscripts back um, rejected in those days having that on there. And so, um, you know, and I said, well, we, I don't know how. And you said, well, we're homeschoolers. We can figure it out. And so we okay. did. We both rolled up our sleeves and, and proceeded on. And, um, and so as any go- good homeschool mom, I turned it into schoolwork. And, uh, one of the things I want you to address, Christina, and um, it's a little bit off topic, but it is about um, you know being homeschooled and and how you feel that um, it shouldn't just replicate the public or even private school setting. Um, I would love to talk about that because I actually have a lot of friends that are
2: homeschooling or trying to homeschool their children, and um, some are doing fabulously, and others are really struggling. And um, I always I feel bad for a couple of the moms that I know um, just recently and talking to them that are struggling, and I feel that um, they are trying to replicate the, um, the school setting at home, but they're getting overwhelmed, and I think part of my love of homeschooling, was that I felt like I got to um, study the things that interest me and I got to help pick out my books and I got to just have opportunities that I don't think would have been presented to me um, if I was at school and not that you couldn't you can't find those opportunities at a school but they're just not readily available and um, writing the books is case in point. Um, I don't think I would have had the luxury of being able to devote school time to writing a book, if I was in a public or even a private school with as much flexibility as maybe some of those schools allow, they wouldn't have they wouldn't allowed for this and to make this right. part mm-hmm. of, our, of our school. So, um, so definitely there was lots of opportunities I felt like being homeschooled.
0: I, know I always tell Christine I want to make her the poster child of homeschooling. <laughs> she really <laughs> has an opinion about it, and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So it's nice to be able to say that I was homeschooled.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of people, when I tell them I want to homeschool my kids, as much as my oldest is only five, they want to, you know, kind of try to talk me out of it sometimes. And that when I bring in with the, oh, well, I was homeschooled, they're like, oh, okay, well, then you know. And it's nice to be able to say, yeah, I do know, because I do know all the, all of the great, you know, opportunities and privileges that I had just because, um You know, I wasn't confined to what everybody else was doing or having to follow at their pace or, um, you know, doing what, you know, the teacher thought was best for the whole classroom because you couldn't, you know, a a teacher of 30 kids can't focus on one kid like you can when you homeschool, so definitely.
0: And you were on the college track, so I do want to add that, you know, Christina did take college prep level courses. And you know, with the sciences and math and all her requirements, and then we filled in with her other credits, um, a lot of intensive writing courses and and that kind of thing. And so, obviously, the novels um, that were published were a part of her, you know, package so to speak. Um, you know, when when she went to college, that was part of her accomplishment. And um, the interesting thing. Um, you know, with, with all of that is that, you know, you grew as an author. When we uh, sat down to brainstorm the first set of books, Christina, you know, do you want to discuss how we did that?
2: I, um, you probably remember better than me, but I remember – Um, getting our our old computer paper out that was when the pages were still attached to each other and I don't know if this is going to be dating both of us here Um, but I remember making a chapter of sorts timeline of where we saw the book going and what we saw happening in like a chronological order and um, that I think is pretty much most of what I remember about coming up with the what we were going to, what we wanted to accomplish, and what we were going to say in the book. And I really enjoy thinking back on it. I really liked that part of trying to figure out when we were going to put clues in and when we were going to talk about different things. Um, but I don't know if there was more to it than just that.
0: No, that was about it. And I think okay. that you you enjoyed action, adventure, mystery, suspense. So that was our, you know, outline. It had to have X. Action. It had to have adventure, mystery, and suspense. And then my whole thing was, <laughs> well, if the kids get in trouble, that there has to be some sort of recourse. So we'll, in the next session, we're going to talk about the books. But in book number two, Christina uh, conveniently allowed for the father uh, to get hurt so that he wasn't going to be on the adventure with them so that they had a little bit more liberty, still under adult supervision, but um, you know, a little bit more leeway to do some things. Um, because well, we ran couldn't pass
2: we ran it past my dad, so yeah, that was all okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well and the and the thing too is um, I think what I, I didn't like about some of the books that Christina gave me, you know, these were series she'd been reading and I remember one series in particular, that girl always flopped on the bed. It was like every other chapter she was flopping on the bed and she was in you know, thinking all these really sad thoughts and And, you know, it was an adventure about her father being missing, and so she was super sad, and it was a downer. You know, I I think you liked it because it was an ongoing series, and they gave you clues in each of the subsequent books that tied them together. But for me, as a mom, I was like, gosh, this girl needs help. She needs prayer, (laughs) you know, uh, thinking, you know, not that it was, oh, this big adventure that, you know, we're going to go on with our life, but, you know, chapter whatever, she's you know, so mourning and taking out the box of trivia memories of her dad, and it was just too heartbreaking. So that was one of the things I said to Christina that they need to be happy and fun, Um, Mm -hmm. and so we had some of the parameters. And then talk about um, the characterization because that was one of the assignments I gave you, and we do have um, an outline um, for that, for the characterization, um, and we, I will be including that in the conference bag. Um, but it was just an outline um, that we put together about the character. So, so tell, tell the audience um, about that assignment. Um, that was a really interesting assignment and something I hadn't
2: really thought about, I don't think, um, until until that point where we got um, an outline put together, and then I think I kind of went crazy with it. I'm not really sure what the outline or what the characterization form um, that you're gonna include, but I know that we had favorite ice cream and we just had some of these, not just um, characterization as in, what do the characters look like, but really how they acted and and why they were gonna make choices and why they were gonna make decisions in the books based on their personality and based on um, the sheet that we came up for, for them with, and I think that a big part of it was to um, to look at somebody that we knew or to look at somebody that I knew and how they acted and kind of try to emulate in our character qualities from that person so that when you thought about your character, you thought about, well, how would this person act in this particular situation, and I think that that really helped at the beginning, especially me come up with um, the characters, and I think as you write, you kind of feel like your character takes on, they become a person of their own um, to the point where, well, of course they would say this, and this is how they would respond to this question or this situation, because, because they kind of... Have taken on their own personality, and you kind of know how they'll respond. But at the beginning, they definitely, um, they definitely need to be fleshed out with um, all of these seemingly random questions that you would that you would know about yourself like favorite foods and like you know favorite pieces articles of clothing or what they will always carry or what would you always um you know what will they always have with them and these kind of questions and it's really nice that you can um refer back to this list or your characterization sheet um, in case you don't know or, you know, you don't want to have a favorite ice cream in one one book and then come back with, you know, a different ice cream because um, it's amazing when you're reading the books how, how in tune you become with the characters, and, you know, I'm sure readers pick up on that things whereas, you know, you're thinking it's just, oh, it's just a flavor of ice cream. So I think that the characterization sheets were really important and a nice um, way to start building building your books and building your characters for future books as well.
0: Right. And, you know, they also, you know, I knew that we were on to something, um, especially when you did write up the characterization, because um, you wanted to know what those characters were thinking. Like I remember being done with the book, which took us um, on average about um, – Maybe six months to a year to write, but then it took another year's process. And this is the part Christina hated: all the editing yes. and getting <laughs> all the comments back from people, uh-huh. especially if they were a little bit negative. Christina couldn't look at them; she'd just give them to me and say, "Here, mom, I can't, can't handle it." And um, and so, you know, that part took a long time. But when we were done with the book, like I wanted to know what was what was Anna thinking, or what would Christian think about this, you know, and. And so that makes the character come alive, you know, and I, I just read something not that long ago um, by this really well-known author, and she talked about having a lot of imaginary friends as a kid, and she was oh, saying, you know, yeah, that her characters, um, you know, were her imaginary friends grown up, and so, you know, they were real to her, and just like, you know, for those who, you know, used to watch, you know, a television series or I'm not a TV person, but, you know, you get attached to that character, um, and that personality, and so that's what resonated, I think, in our books that, you know, that Christian did wear, it was a little bit of a tongue twister, but Christian did wear the Christian t-shirts, you know, and he always had some, you know, logo or slogan on his shirt that, you know, the Christina talked about, and, and, um, and then, you know, Anna had the haircut that Christina always wanted as a child and just put in half that she has now as an adult. Um, okay. and that was, isn't that funny? And, uh, and so, you know, Anna and Christian were very loosely uh, related to my older son, Neil, and Christina. And, you know, growing up, they were great friends. You know, Neil, um, you know, has his struggles and, and everything uh, growing up. For those of you who have listened to some of our other episodes, you know, I, I talk about Neil In length, but um, you know they were always such great friends. And Neil loves Christian music, and he knows you know all the lyrics. And he still, to this day, at thirty, wears (laughs) some shirts with Christian you know emblems or or sayings on them. And so um, I thought that was really neat that Christina did that. But also that um, a lot of our our fans that have written in about the books um, will tell me that especially the boys tend to want to be like Christian. So it was really important that we gave Mm -hmm. a really good role model. And then I think it was a no-brainer, Christina, that they were homeschool children. Right. (laughs) Since
2: we were writing it for the homeschool market, um, but yes, of course. Besides, yeah. we were able to
0: have all the opportunities that you wouldn't have if you were in school. So, yes, the kids, <laughs> the kids were homeschooled. Right. And, and so, you know, and then one of the things that um, also helps is the continuity that we did have a series and we decided to write a series and the reasoning for that. And that is that series sell. So while Christina was looking at this book more as a story that she told we were looking for some sort of an angle. How would our stories be different? You know, if it was going to be an action-adventure mystery and it was going to be set in the present time, would it be something that was, um, you know, had some kind of historical basis? Well, that wasn't going to work because, you know, obviously it was, it was present day. Um, and so because of the work I had done along with Jill Whitlock in the creation versus evolution world, um, you know, we decided to add that creation science element, so we took um, facts that were, you know, on, on both sides of the fence, um, both the creation world as well as the evolution world, and that was woven into the story, and that was my part, or as, uh, you know, Grandma uh, said, <laughs> um, <laughs> do you <wanna>? I, <laughs> she said, oh, yes. want to, said, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, this is my husband's my mother, my mother-in-law, who read the books and bought them for the Ellicottville Library up in upstate New York where they're from. But she said, yes, the boring science part I kind of skimmed because I wanted to read Christina's story. So the majority of the story is, is written by Christina, and I think what makes them so wonderful um, is that, um, that they were written with a, a teenager's perspective. And um, I, I think it made the characters and the story very believable and very real. Um, and I think that that's so,
2: part of why I keep, you keep saying, oh, we should write another book. And I keep thinking, but, but, I've, but I've moved on, and I don't feel like I could write <laughs> that teenage perspective anymore. I feel like I could do little kid stuff or maybe adult stuff, but <laughs>
0: the teenage spin on it. Well, we actually started another series, and the first part of the book, um, and I kind of dropped the ball on that. We were going to do a book in each of the fifty states, and it still is on the drawing board. It hasn't oh, gotten good. completely erased. <laughs> yes, yeah. but the thing is that when we wrote that, the first, the beginning of it, I thought I was going to co-author it with Christina. And I think you were soon out of college, and then you got a, a full-time job, and that kind of curtailed that. I think I had that. two kids at the time. I think, I, or well, I was pregnant with you Samantha. Had just Right. We had talked about it, and then you, you had started book four, and I still have that in, in a file saved on my computer, because that was in Honduras. Yeah, um, you're right. And, right, and Christina had um, won a scholarship to go to Honduras um, for, the, for, was it six weeks, Christina? Do you want to talk about yeah. that very briefly? Uh, very
2: briefly, it was, an, they're called an, it was an ethnographic study, and we were um, studying the people on the island of Roatan in Honduras, and we went with um, 10 other students from my university, and I did receive a full scholarship, and my husband, who was not my husband at the time, um, also got a full scholarship to go, so we thought it was, must have been a God thing that we were both there together. And then um, shortly after we got back, we started dating, and then a year later, we were married, and five years later, we have four children so um <laughs> that, that's our our extremely brief story but um yes, we were going to set our fourth book um in Honduras, and it just it just never happened. I think we needed our timeline. I think that's what it was missing was our was our our where it was going um
0: but, yes, maybe right. maybe someday. <laughs> yes, right. And so with, what, I was, what I was saying with that, too, to backtrack, and that is um, that, you know, Christina's voice in the state books started to be more like Anna and Christian. So that's when I think we stopped it and we did this whole characterization again to try mm-hmm. to get, you know, who those – there were three kids in the story and they were homeschooled, and then they had to have a, a – uh, two kids were in the family, and then their cousin was coming along with them, and then the parents um, and what their roles were going to be, and then how we were going to have continuity through the fifty states, and um, and have character um, qualities as part of the the um, you know the package of that, and um, and so you know, like I said, it's still in the works, and you know we, it's, it's still something I think about, and we'll we've got some ideas for that. But, um, you know, it's hard when you are used to writing in in one voice or those characters have become so real that, you know, to leave that part of it. Um, when she began writing it, I said, you don't need me. You've done an excellent job, so I'll just play with the babies. And I think Samantha was little at the time, and, and she is, um, she's going to be four, Christina? She's going to be Sammy. four.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to say I was pregnant with somebody, but um, everybody last. Yeah, I, left. Think have, just, actually, I, I think you may have. I In the last five years, I have been pregnant with somebody at one point or another. So. Uh, um, I think was, you were pregnant was,
0: with Sammy, right? I think you were, but so then it was before yeah. four years, Mom. Right. So. Oh no! Now I'm really going to feel guilty. I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I want to I want to end with with this session, and that is that these books. Um, instilled in Christina a love of research and the fact that she did take an um, anthropology class as a homeschool student. We did it at home and, you know, we ordered a video set that was taught by... I think it was archaeology, but yes. Right. Okay, it was archaeology. And so, and I remember the first thing out of the lady's mouth was something evolutionary and, you know, Christina, of course, didn't like her the rest of the session based on that, but but, um, but then in college, you went and you um, minored um, in, yeah. in anthropology because yeah. of that. Yeah. So, and and those were a, lot, a lot of those classes were electives. So, um, you know, it, it was amazing how it all, you know, you know kind of God brought this whole thing together with the idea for the book and then proceeding on with three books in the series. And then, um, you know, having you continue on with your studies on a college level um, with a communication major but a minor um, in anthropology. And a lot of that was, was out of your love of writing the series.
2: Yes, definitely. And I think also the creation science, since that was such a big part of your books and things that were... Um, definitely talked about a lot at the house, that I think that also made the anthropology and archaeology more interesting and intriguing um, for me as a college student, that it was something that we had, you know, talked extensively about and, and heard all the debates about and things like that. So I think that's also why that was so interesting to
0: me and yeah.
2: to include in mm-hmm. our books.
0: Good. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and, and uh, making your mom happy and coming on to this broadcast with me. No
2: problem. I'm happy I was able to do this and that we finally
0: squeezed in a few minutes of our time to, to make it happen. Good. Well, thank you again. I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thanks so much for listening to the Creation Science Podcast. You can find the show notes at creationsciencepodcast.com. And as always, reach out to me, Felice Gerwitz at felice at MediaAngels.com. Take care, God bless, and I hope you enjoy teaching your children and learning about the beautiful world that God created. Please share this broadcast with a friend and thanks so much.